Section 3 of The Early Cavemen. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Early Cavemen by Catherine Elizabeth Dopp. Chapter 7 How the Cave Was Made Ready for a Winter Home. Things to Think About. If you were going to live in a cave that had been taken from a wild animal, what would you do to make it comfortable? What do you think the cavemen did? What do you think the cavemen found in the cave? What kind of beds do you think they made? If they built a fire inside the cave, do you think that the smoke would pass out? Where do you think that they would make their fireplace? Where do we make our fireplaces? How do we keep the smoke from getting into our rooms? How the cave was made ready for a winter home. The morning after the feast, Firekeeper built a fire inside the cave. Then all went in to look at the cave, but the smoke soon drove them out. So Firekeeper raked out the fire with a branch of spruce wood and waited for the smoke to go out. Then the cavemen took firebrands and crept inside and stood up and walked around. Bones of animals were strewn upon the rough, rocky floor. Pieces of rock shaped like icicles hung from the roof and stood up from some parts of the floor. Drops of water trickled down from the roof. Layers of rock jutted out from the walls like shelves. The cavemen walked through the large dry cavern until they came to a narrow passage. Then they stopped to see where it led. They peered into the darkness but saw nothing. They listened but heard no sound. Since no one wanted to creep through the passage, they turned back toward the mouth. The dry cavern near the mouth was large enough for a home, so the cavemen thought no more of the narrow passage. Before the men went out of the cave, they picked up armfuls of bones for weapons. They carried them out by the fire and sat down and worked upon them. The women cleared away piles of bones so as to make a smooth place to sleep. Then they went out among the trees to find something to cover the floor. They broke off small branches of evergreens and carried them into the cave. The children brought armfuls of moss and leaves and scattered them over the hard, rocky floor. When the beds were finished, they made a fireplace. They dug a shallow hole just outside the cave and walled it around with stones. Perhaps you would not call this a good fireplace, but it was the best fireplace anyone had at that time. Things to do. Visit a cave when you have a chance to do so. Collect pictures of caves. Model a cave in clay or make one in the ground. Find out what caves are used for nowadays. Make a fireplace out of doors and cook something in the hot ashes. Chapter 8 Things to think about. What do you think the beads you wear are made of? Can you think of how they were made? What do you think the cavemen used for beads? What did they wear for ornaments besides beads? Can you think how they bored holes through their ornaments? What does the carpenter use to bore holes with? How does the woodpecker bore holes? How the cavemen bored holes through their trophies? For several days after the feast, the cavemen did not hunt. As long as they had meat, they stayed near the cave and worked upon their trophies. They were trying to bore holes through the teeth and claws, so as to string them and wear them for ornaments. Strongarm was working upon the big saber tooth. When he had worked for some time, the cavemen gathered around to see how deep a hole he had made. Some of the men said that he could never do it, but others thought that it could be done. Strongarm was tired, so he rested a while and talked to the people about boring holes. He told what he had heard when he was a boy. All the grown people had heard what he said many times, but they were always ready to hear it again. Besides, they wished their children to hear it. 
So old and young gathered around to hear what Strongarm said. They all looked and listened as Strongarm showed the children how to make holes with awls. As he spoke, the people picked up thorns or sharp bones and punched them through some object. Then Strongarm showed them a bone awl that he had made to punch holes through seeds and thin shells. But they could not punch holes through teeth and claws, so they learned to twirl the awls in their hands. Strongarm did not know how people learned to do this, but he thought that they learned it when at play. He took a round stick that had a sharp point and twirled it back and forth on his thigh. The other cavemen twirled too, for they wanted to show the children how to bore holes. The children soon learned how to do it. Then Strongarm told them of a kind of wood whose surface was coated with sand. He told of awls and spindles that were made of this wood and used to bore holes through teeth and claws. Such wood as this could not always be found, so people used other stems. They tried to find something that was hard enough to bore the teeth and claws. Sometimes they used sand with a spindle of wood. At other times, they fastened a hard flint point at the end of a wooden spindle. When they used the sand in boring, they no longer twirled the spindle on their thighs. They could not use the sand unless they held the spindle upright. Strongarm showed them how it was done, and all the people tried it. It was hard work for one person to twirl the spindle steadily. So they began to twirl in an easier way which they had learned when they were young. Strong arm and sharp eyes worked together, and the others worked in the same way. When strong arm's hands were near the foot of the spindle, sharp eyes' hands were near the top. As sharp eyes' hands began to move down the spindle, strong arm began again to twirl at the top. Sometimes they were awkward in moving their hands. Then the spindle did not work so well, so they tried to keep the same time with their hands. They worked together best when they sang as they worked, and the singing kept them from getting tired. Once when they stopped to look at their work, Strongarm picked up a strap that was on the ground. He carelessly wound it once around the spindle, keeping hold of one end of the strap. Then Sharp Eyes picked up the other end of the strap, and Strongarm jerked the end that he held. They did this a few minutes just in play, but at last they began to do it in earnest. Strongarm placed the end of the spindle in the shallow hole that he had made in the saber tooth. Then he and Sharp Eyes began to twirl the spindle with the strap but there was nothing to keep the spindle from falling, so they tried to hold it with a piece of wood. They made a shallow hole in the wood to fit the top of the spindle. Then while strong arm and sharp eyes pulled the strap, a boy held the spindle in place. Soon the spindle was working steadily, and the hole was becoming deeper and deeper. When they had bored a hole halfway through the tooth, they began to bore from the opposite side. All the cavemen came up to see them work. As soon as the hole was made, Strongarm took a cord of braided sinew and hung the saber-tooth at his side. After that, he always wore the trophy. Sometimes he used it for a knife and sometimes for a saw. Everyone who saw this rare trophy knew that Strongarm was a brave man. Things to do. Make a collection of things that you can use for awls. Find something that will do for the spindle of a drill. Show how to drill a hole by twirling the spindle or awl on the thigh. Show how one person can twirl an upright spindle. Show how two persons can twirl an upright spindle with their hands. Show how they can do it with a strap. Can you think why stones are sometimes bound to the shaft of a drill? Look at the picture of the bow drill and see if you can make one. Draw a picture of the cavemen working upon their trophies. Chapter 9. Things to think about. Think of as many tools and weapons as you can that the cavemen found ready to use. What could they find to make into tools and weapons? Why did they not use large boards and metals? 
Why did they put handles on their tools and weapons? Think of as many ways as you can of fastening handles to tools and weapons. Making new weapons. The cavemen liked their new home. They were able to work better when they were warm than when they were shivering with the cold. They found more time to improve their tools and weapons. One day, they began to make weapons of the bones they found in the cave. Many of the bones were good for clubs. Others were good for handles of weapons. After the cavemen had sorted out the bones that they wanted, they went to hunt stones along the margin of the stream. They wanted stones that were good for hammers. So they hunted for smooth, round stones that were hard to break. They wanted other stones for knives, spears, and axes. So they hunted for stones that broke with a sharp edge. They struck the sharp edges with hammer stones to see if they crumbled under a heavy blow. When they found stones that crumbled, they threw them away, but they kept the stones that were tough and strong. When they had chipped off a few large flakes, they carried the rough stones to the cave. There they made them into weapons. They did not chip the hammer stones, but fastened handles to them. Some handles were long bones that were large at the joint. Other handles were made of forked branches. Sharp Eyes found a hammer stone with a groove around the center and fastened a handle to it. He cut a slender branch of a sapling and bent it around the groove. Then he twisted the ends and held them close, while he bound them with rawhide. The cavemen liked this hammer so well that they made other hammers like it. They made long handles for their knife points so that they became real spears. They put handles on the spearheads in many ways. Sometimes they bound the spearhead between the split end of a long stick and covered the binding with pitch. Sometimes they drove the spearhead into the soft part of a large horn. Sometimes they drove it into the pith of a branch. They always tried to bind the handle so that it would stay, for they sometimes got hurt when a handle came off. Things to do. Find stones that will make good hammers. Tell why they are good for hammers. Find stones that are good for knives, axes, and spears. Tell why they are good for such weapons. Find bones, horns, or sticks that are good for handles. See if you can put handles on hammers or spears. Notice how handles are put on tools nowadays. Show as many ways as you can of fastening handles to tools and weapons. See if you can find a tool whose handle is fastened in a way that the cavemen did not use. Tell where you can find the best stones for tools and weapons. Why do people not use stones for tools nowadays? Find out what small stones are used for today. How do you use stones? End of section 3. Recording by Valentina Vicelli.